Man, Marcus Y. Rozier, man, it's been five years since he's been on the platform. We had to bring him back. What's the word, Mr. Rozier, man? How you feeling? I feel phenomenal, man. I'm honored to be here with you. I, I say it all the time, man. You, you flat out genius. How do you hire? Who should be your first employee? How do you operate in a space where you want to get all your ideas out of your head and create some action, but you are the only person doing it? It's absolutely impossible to do it without a team. My coach said to me, the best thing for all the people around you is what's best for you, and that ain't selfish. It's the difference between making millions and making what should be all of our goals, stress-free millions. Take all the stuff that you hate doing and do it one last time, but record it. That becomes your new SOP to hire your first person. We talked about fatherhood being trash husbands. Marriage is tough because in the first year, all you focus on is what the person isn't doing as it relates to the expectation the image you had in your head of what they should be and what they should do. Mm. So you're asking someone to be what you had to be to be where you are now. That's not fair to her. How she lives now is my reward. All right, listen, y'all, you do not want to miss this episode. I promise you a wealth of knowledge, and we got a surprise. We got a partnership coming up. You don't want to miss this one. Watch this episode all the way through. We'll see you inside. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. This is real game, real receipts. You do have receipts, right? I do. Have you been doing business longer than the <laughs> pandemic? <laughs> Man, I've been out of these internet streets since 2015. So when I started freeconferencecall.com, no uh -huh. I, Periscope. There was no IG Live, no Facebook Live. There were no click funnels. Mm -hmm. I started on Infusionsoft and lead pages. So I'm that old in these internet streets. Okay, okay, verify. Yeah. I like to start it out like that sometimes yeah. uh, because it's always refreshing to talk to an entrepreneur who has been in the game for a long time. Yeah. Because you got to understand the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs. You cannot truly, I don't care how much money you make, this is my perspective. You cannot truly understand business unless you've been in the game for a long time. 100%. And there are levels of that, right? There'll be some people that, um, who've been in business for 20, 30 years and say, hey Dave, you don't know nothing about business. And you'd be right. <laughs> There's still some things I don't understand yeah. at, at different levels, right? So we got Marcus Y. Rosier here, man. He is no stranger to the Social Proof Podcast. Uh, how you been, brother? I've been amazing, man. Uh, I'd say I've been spoiled by God. I'm blessed. Family's good. Health is good. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm in good shape mentally, emotionally. One of my goals this year is to create not just a financial goal, but an emotional goal. How do, how do I want to feel every day? I didn't prioritize that before. So now... Highest level of success for me is how do I feel emotionally? So every day I want to feel optimistic. I want to feel fulfilled. I want to feel like I'm making an impact. So that's been my goal, emotional health. And how you do that? So I'm honest with myself. Part of my morning routine is every morning I track and write down how current state of emotion, how do I feel? Frustration, sad, aggravated. How do I want to feel? And also being intentional about honesty, looking and seeing what aggravate me, creating clear boundaries, which I didn't do before. I would overwork myself and I function off discipline, not off of creativity. So I'd, I'd be burned out and wouldn't even know it because I'm just used to feeling that way. Yeah. So that, and actually getting coaching in those areas. I started realizing, man, like my emotional health, what my, one of my, my coach said to me, the best thing for all the people around you is what's best for you and that ain't selfish. Mm. Learning that changed the game because if I've got, like my education companies, 20-some people on that team. Media company has nine people. My consulting company. When you hire 
people and you run an online church and all this stuff, all that stuff sit on you. Yeah. So what's it sounded selfish to say what's best for them is what's best for me, but it's true. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like the burden gets lighter. It doesn't. Ever. It doesn't. So what do we, I mean, what do we do about that? Yeah. Uh, so theme in the days helped me. Like, so I felt like I was failing in all areas. It's like, okay, I'm winning and we're doing this, this, and this. And then success in business means failure in another area. Because a new influx of clients means you're taken away from whether it be time with family or this, that, and that. So success in one area makes it harder than another. So what I started learning is Monday is the only day I coach. All my energy. So we started 10, 10, 12, 6, 7.30. I'm done at 9. Now I know I ain't coaching again until the following Monday. Mm. Tuesday, my content day. I've, tomorrow on my calendar, I'm in studio from 11 to 4. Why on Tuesday? Because on Sundays I teach faith-based content live. On Mondays I teach coaching. So the rollover from what you ever teach something, you're like, Dad, I didn't say this. Yeah. That rolls over into content on Tuesday. Wednesday is my check-in with my wife. So we do a check, uh, check-in, emotional, mental health. I focus on me. That's normally when I spend a little more time in my faith. Thursday's a think day. I make appointments with thoughts. Same way I would have a meeting with you. I meet with questions. How do we increase revenue by 20%? Might have a 30-minute meeting. But it's me chilling. With yourself. Yes, yeah, chilling. Right? That level of clarity, I got it from Bill Gates that said once a year he does a think week. So I added it every week. On my calendar, and it's in a block of time between 12 and 4. So it looks like chilling by the fire pit. Looks like listening to music. But imagine the level of clarity I get. When I visit the year and I could tell you January what we're doing, I could tell you March 1st through 3rd, we in Mexico for an event. I could tell you July, right after 4th of July, we're doing the Mob Family Reunion. I could tell you next year for Black Friday exactly what we're doing. That's mm. clarity. <laughs> now, would there be some variables? Yeah, but that, that removes the emotional overload because I can tell you with clarity, the more clear you are, the more peace you have. That's good. Yeah, that's what changes the game. That's good. My first point when we started this conversation, it's impossible to know business without being in it for a while. And there's something that I know you don't know nothing about. It's marriage. <laughs> hey, <laughs> out here rolling the dice. Come on, seven with your stake itself. Baby needs some shoes. Oh, shoot, uh, attitude. <laughs> bro, marriage is fatherhood, bro. I, yeah. am, I am a pandemic parent. <laughs> <laughs> I've been married. I'm five years in now in marriage. Um, still don't know what I'm doing. Uh, fatherhood, uh, just trying to figure it out, just leading with all love and time. Yeah. But when it comes to teaching and things of that nature, man, it's it's it's, it's a challenge. Now it's not as important for my little ones, like yeah. my one year old, my two year old. But we have a 13 year old, and trying to implement those lessons. Yeah. Right. And uh, you have these people who I, I can I can theorize some things on how a husband should operate. Right. I remember uh, someone coming to me with marriage advice before I was married. And I was like, hey, I don't know nothing about it. I'm not in, I'm not in a relationship. But it's like, yo, just tell me your thoughts. So I remember giving the person my thoughts and they left said, oh, that's good. And I left like, yo. I'm good at this. I really, because it's, bro, it's just humans, right? It's just humans talking to each other. So I know how to tell you to communicate with another human. Yeah. Looking back, I had no idea what I was talking about. 
So tell me about this journey because this is a new journey. Since you've been on the podcast last, yeah. How long you been married to? Has it been two, two years? years? Two years. Yeah. Everything changed. Man, everything changed since. You know what's crazy? You know, I don't know if you still in this way. You used to do predictions. Yeah. I realized all that stuff happened. I need to go back to your five year. Yeah. I need yo. I need somebody to go back to Marcus Wild Rosier's episode and just play the. Pred- I didn't see it. So I don't know what you said. I remember part of it was talking about what I want to do in the faith space mm-hmm. and what that would look like, which we did. I talked about how success for me is being a husband and a father. Mm. When you asked me in the interview, what, well, how do I consider success? And it was that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Precisely why. So it's been about five years. I need to go back through those. That's crazy. Still out here. <laughs> one, one last question. Um, uh, I like to make predictions on the podcast. Okay. So for anybody that's watched my podcast, I like to find out how we can be somewhat prophetic. So I want to know where you see yourself and what do you see yourself accomplishing in the next five to 10 years so we can watch this five to 10 years later and say, wow, Marcus said that five, 10 years ago. I, I remembered. It. I got the footage. Here's the video. So where, where do you, what do you see yourself accomplishing in the next five to 10 years? Oh, man, this is easy. I got three of them, uh, marriage, ministry, and millions. So uh, I'll be married. I want two kids, sons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other part is ministry. I want to, uh, I want to, I want to do for a church what the internet did for, whether it be Uber or how, for every time that you decided to say, I'm going to stream it, you put DVD companies out of business. They didn't know it. You put Blockbuster out of business. You put taxi cabs out of business. So what? All that technology did for every entity, whether it be the housing market, I want to do that for church. I think that the church could be the greatest power in terms of community development, economic empowerment, mm-hmm. education, family support. I think we, it's a time that we need it, but it has to mirror Starbucks, like that third space. Okay. You know, so I want to create a space that's not a place you go to on Sunday, but a community that's global and worldwide. So I, that's my focus. Okay. Ministry-wide, I want to do that make the Bible relevant. And I think the pastor, the preacher, should be the dopest person in the world. I don't, mm. I think they should be what the rapper and the CEO is, okay. I do. Okay. So that's one piece. The last piece is millions. I want to be a person who uh, change, change the economic structure. I want to give away houses, that kind of stuff. Like mm. I want to be in a position of a person who they can save. I want, I want to have given away more money than my net worth. So you want to be like, why do you give all that away? But he don't even have all that. Mm. Like, I, I, I want there to be an, an equity. Now, I'm not going to live in poverty. I'm going to live well. For sure. But I, I really, like, those are my things. So marriage, happily married with two, with two kids. Mm-hmm. Ministry, spending my life touching and serving people, support, serving those who serve others, and really uh, helping people recommit, reconnect back to their, their faith. And the last part is the whole millions piece. Yeah. I have to be wealthy. My vision and, and purpose in life requires that I, who's going to pay for the stuff people are praying for? Mm. Somebody mm. got to pay for it. I love it. I love it. That's still here, man. <laughs> man, I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I love the fact that I don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a while. Two times in my life that has happened in the last year. Going to, I went to a podcast conference with you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'm excited because I haven't been in a room in a while where I don't know nothing. <laughs> like, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you do digital marketing or business consulting, you're normally in that environment. You play ball, your friends play ball. 
You're in the streets, your friends in the streets. So I'm in an environment all the time where I can connect the dots. You talk about CPCs and CPLs, you don't have to define it. I'm there, right? SOPs, cool. But when they start saying, yeah, yeah so um, how many downloads are you getting? Hey, you got to do a, a dynamic insertion. I'm like, dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm Googling everything. And then I was the guy that had to text you. I'm like, hey, bro, can you get me in? <laughs> Where I don't go nowhere and I got to, you know, so that's yeah. been, that was amazing feeling. Like, yo, I'm starting a new journey and I love learning. I feel the same way when it relates to relationship, raising my baby seven months. So it's like, people ask me, how you doing as a father? I don't know. <laughs> you know, right. like, well, I mean, she didn't cry that much yesterday. We yeah. played in the morning. She rolled over, right? Mm-hmm. Marriage is tough because in the first year, all you focus on is what the person isn't doing as it relates to the expectation the image you had in your head of what they should be and what they should do. Mm. Right. So when you take them out of the role, you casted them in their mind and allow yourself to actually just watch them be who they are and document that and have hard conversations to say, Hey, it's a difference between what it is that I prefer and what it is that I need. What I prefer, I can make adjustments. What I need, I will not. Why? Because I can only get that from you. If I get it from somewhere else, we got an even bigger problem. Huge problem. (laughs) Right? So I learned a lot about communication because we have certain similarities. When I really love you, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I got to be honest with you. And what happens when I know you don't want to disappoint me, but what you're doing is affecting me. Yeah. So we had those hard conversations, did the work. And then what I love about our relationship now, I was trying to be everything I am in, in all other areas that has made me have what some would call success in terms of time management on down the line. Like my ability to, here's how we were in my home, close the gap between I want to and I did that. That's self-discipline. Mm-hmm. That's I didn't coach my wife and some would hear that back. Culture, that's what she asked me to do. Yeah. She said, hey, you've accomplished some things and you got certain traits that I enjoy and it sounds like you're running someone when you do that. No, she'll like, I don't have a morning routine. You do. But my morning routine, at first she want to get up, lay in bed, watch TV. I don't watch TV during the day. And let me tell, let me ask you, did that upset you? Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because I wake up at the same time. I do the same thing every morning. I've been doing it since October 10, 2010. Mm-hmm. Imagine I've done the same thing every morning for over a decade. And magically, here comes this person that it feels like they're taking away from you the thing that is embedded in who you are. Yeah. 20, and, 20, 10, 10. That's my morning routine. And you've been coaching people about how you shouldn't be lazy and things <laughs> of that nature, right? So now you're sleeping with the person that you've been coaching, right? But what I what I realized is like, uh, for one, for me, I don't know if I would be able to manage someone who uh, who works like I work, yeah. who's as um, like get up and get going. Sometimes, bro, I like getting up in the morning and seeing my family sleep there, knowing that I got them covered. Yeah. And then I can head out the house. Yeah. But I, 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 I know that. <laughs> you feel me? Because it's like these are the things that I'm telling other people not to do. And you see it in your home and you forget this person isn't an entrepreneur and didn't sign up to be this entrepreneur with this type of mindset and all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, it's been my wife who made it okay for me 
and I'm in a safe space where we can sit down and just watch a movie for watch a couple episodes. Let that Netflix just roll. Just let do, it roll. I gotta do better with that. I'm not a TV person. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not. That, this was last week. I'm always like, this is why I say I'm in a very good place. I'm so openly honest, right? This is two weeks ago. We had a conversation where um, I'm up that morning praying, chilling, and I felt convicted. And I went back to her and apologized. And I could see the difference in her face. And I said, I realized what I had to be to allow you to, at when we got together, basically say, you don't ever have to work unless you want to. You never had to be that. Mm. So I'm asking you to move at a level that I had to do based on trauma. I went two years and couldn't pay all my bills. My dream was to be able to pay all my bills at the same time. I ate. I went to to Walmart and I George Foreman Grill was out. Come on, man. Bread. Saves many a black man. Bread, great value. <laughs> I'm telling you, this was my grocery list for two years. Bread, great value turkey burgers, and noodles. Come on, man. That's all I ate for two years. Hey, you season them great values right. Bruh. Slap it frozen on the George Foreman. Come on, bruh. Open it up. It's I would sort through the bin at Walmart and get them 49 cent, 99 cent DVDs because my cable was Who off. Who you talking to, man? Come on with it. All right. So I've been go, there. To go from that to being able to say, man, I built, built, I, I, I became a millionaire, right? What, what, where you go mentally from stomach growling, eating once a day to freedom, staff, teams, all this, she ain't have to be that. Yeah. So you're asking someone to be what you had to be to be where you are now. That's not fair to her. Mm. That moment for me, and I saw, I saw the difference in it and learning to appreciate to say how she lives now is my reward. Yeah. Now, <laughs> let me give a flip side. Yeah. So when uh, my wife was working when I met her, a couple years later, she can quit her job. Yeah. Right? Just stay home with the with the ones with the kids at that time too, at that time. Brand new baby. And um when she left her job, she didn't appreciate it. My my perspective. My perspective. She still wanted me to do stuff, still like it was long story short, the issue was I had her leave her job and thinking that I'm doing her a favor, but she felt like she was losing her sense of independence. Mm. And I'm stripping that from her, almost saying, you shouldn't work a job because it's going to look bad on us. Like, oh, I can't take care of my wife. <laughs> yeah. So when, when she lost it, she lost her sense of independence. And that caused friction. I'm thinking you should be able to appreciate this lifestyle I'm, I'm affording you. Yeah. But she's not the stay at home. She's never been a stay at home anything, right? So literally, yo, literally three months ago, she signed up to get this job. It was like a two week job or something like that working at home. And I learned to let her have it and support her. Yeah, do that, man. Go on, get your own money. I'm yeah, proud of you. Yeah. Bro, two days in, she was sick. Like, how the fuck do that? I was like, nope, out of that two week contract. But uh, yes, so uh, man, the perspective is so wild, man. It is. It is. Goodness gracious. Five years to now. Jeez. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a lot has changed. Everything has changed. Yeah. Everything. Yeah including the business landscape over the last couple of years. Yeah. What have you seen in terms of? So I think it is the most phenomenal time ever. 
right, right now. Yeah, I don't wish yeah. demise on anyone, but what I, I quickly realized is people thought that they could copy and paste someone's ideas and, and call that a business. They did yeah. and could, and it worked. Yeah, film and video. I, would, I, would, I can't even say it worked. It depends on how you qualify that, right? So what I teach my clients is this is why people need coaching. Everything that you sell should pass what we call a B3 test mm-hmm. is what we refer to it as. It should grow your brand. It should build your business and build your bank account. What people did was sold things that built their bank account but hurt their brand because people won't buy from you again, and it didn't build your business because it's not sustainable. If, it, if they would have had that filter to say selling an ebook makes me money but doesn't help my client, they wouldn't have sold it. It didn't pass the B3 test. Mm-hmm. That's not a sustainable business. We, or some we joke about it and we call them goodwill products is where you go on your laptop, grab all the stuff you don't use and give it away to the internet and charge for it. Welcome to black Friday. That's, that, <laughs> that, that's, that's not the, that's not a, so that means you're going to make money on black Friday at the expense of quarter one income because all of those people that would have been leads that went into your other programs and could have been on retainers now don't trust you. So you don't realize you lost more money than you made. Every one person represents five people. If you have a good experience, you t- typically people are faster to tell a bad experience than a good one. Bad experiences you share with five people. Good experiences you share with one to two. Yeah. So you don't realize you didn't lose, you didn't make money. You actually lost money because at the expense of that one customer, you probably lost two, three, four, five because you made money, but it didn't pass the business test. How does this sustain? How do you enroll them? How do you nurture them? Can they see? That other ways that you can help me. Did they get a result from it? You get what I'm saying? Um, did it pass the brand test where a person could, could now in their mind frame, this is what I get when I get this person, positive or negative? So I think that's changed the landscape where now you're going to have to have deep empathy, high skill, meaning deep enough empathy that you're willing to read an entire book to answer one question for people in free content. Mm. <laughs> if you ain't willing to do that, just think about I'm not talking about get a sale. I'm talking about reading the whole book and film an episode to explain to someone something that they're struggling with. On the back end of that, that's how you win. Bro, you were willing to every week be consistent with something without having a monetization plan starting out. Average person not. Yeah. Right. So landscape has changed. People need money, which we all do. That's not that's not a bad thing. Most of us have downsized staff, unfortunately. That's the that's the honest truth. Some of us were overstaffed. I know I was. At the height of the pandemic, we had as high as many as 31 people on my coaching and education company. You look back, our efficiency is better now with less people. Mm. Right? So we let me say this way. We were we thought we were solving a problem by hiring people when in essence, you don't solve a problem in your company structure or your business by hiring a new person. <laughs> you just hide the problem. Well, what if you hired the person to solve the problem? You don't without, this is why, this is why I teach transitioning from being an entrepreneur to a CEO. Entrepreneur knows, okay, I have a business, I have an idea, I have a product. A CEO then is focused on four things every day. Culture of the company, com- communication within the company, cash flow in the company, and clarity of the vision. So the CEO then don't hire people without that person knowing when, when I bring you on, first 30 days we do this, situational training, where you offload your thought process. You don't offload a role. You don't hire for title, you hire for skill, and you offload process, and you teach them how to think independently of you. So if you're an entrepreneur and you just say, hey, I got a product, here's where we put this, here's where we put that, 
you basically just gave, gave tied their hands to a job. You didn't free their mind to think. So now you're still going to be just as tired because you got the same level of weight with thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to employ people's thinking so you can offload yours. And now you can be thinking, do I plug this money hole in the company with a person? Do I plug it with automation, with systems? Is it the company culture? How do you get feedback? When we grew, bro, we went from 100 and something done for you courses to 526. Mm. Like that level of growth, for the first time ever, I didn't know my clients. So how are you managing your system? You're managing through a system, but what happens when a person lies? And I'm getting data reports, right? So I would get data reports Monday, Wednesday, Friday. What happened when you and four other people are on the team and y'all friends and you lie on the data report and say you delivered something you didn't deliver? Mm. I only know, oh, yeah, that's taken care of, but it's not. Yeah. So then now you're looking at your company again and saying someone could call me names when I'm thinking, no, we did it. Because <laughs> yeah. you're looking at data reports to gauge the success of the company. You're looking at fulfillment based on data. Down you realize why larger companies don't just have directors, you have managers, you have supervisors. So now it's a change. So that's that's where I'm saying really getting into business and learn people are gonna have to do that now. There's a lot of things you can do with five hundred dollars. I mean, you can have a night out with your significant other. You could buy some really expensive shoes. Well, really nice shoes are about double $500. Um, you could buy a course where you can learn something for $500. But I have something better for you to do with the $500. I want to meet with you every single morning for the rest of your life. Well, maybe not the rest of your life, but every morning, Monday through Friday, for the rest of the year. I have information and game that have allowed me to build a successful business, a successful community, and a successful life all the way around. But I wanna share that with you. But the only way we can accomplish this is not me selling you a course, not me giving you a one-on-one -on -one consultation, because even with that, you'll get the information, but you'll need more. I wanna meet with you every single morning. Now, would I meet with someone every morning for 500 bucks for a year? And the answer is yes. Actually, we've been doing this thing since 2017. We have what's called the morning meetup. Every single month we have a theme, whether it's social media, whether it's motivation, whether it's strategy, whatever it is, we have a theme for the month. And every morning in that month, we have a conversation around that topic. And I am giving a wealth of knowledge, not only myself, but a lot of friends, a lot of people that you see on this podcast, they join every single week. So you need a community of people that you can grow with and you need a coach. I'm your coach. The Morning Meetup is your community. Go to themorningmeetup.com. It's $499 and I will meet you every single morning for an entire year. Give it a shot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you're saying this is a, a great time for entrepreneurship. And what you're saying makes a lot of sense because uh, it's almost like I've seen more people's brand under attack in this time frame in the last couple of years than ever have. Like yeah. he wasn't, he wasn't really attacking entrepreneurs back then like that. No, but I, I talked it up to the fact that a lot of people made a lot of money and nobody likes the person who made a lot of money. That's what I, that's what I chalked it up to. <laughs> like the person that makes a lot of money. Yeah. I agree. So I, I want to understand why you're saying right now, is a really, really good time for the entrepreneurial space. So, because people have to redefine what is what is success, what is wealth, what is a win. Mm -hmm. When that happens, that's beautiful, right? So if you say, um, 
people came under attack. A large part of that, bro, was the gap of the gap of ignorance. Like making money versus learning how to stack money versus learning intentional spending. What's the first skill you learned when you made a lot of money? How to intentionally spend. You didn't know that. <laughs> Just think about that. You thought yeah. that making money solved the problem until you realized you had to learn the skill of how to intentionally spend to keep more of your money. Bro, it creates a bigger problem. Just think about that, right? So if if your whole life you think that making money solves the problem until you realize you made more but actually made less because you owe more in taxes and you had a bigger team. That means you did not know a skill. You thought that the skill that made you money is not the skill that turns it. Let me word it this way. You are an asset until you build a business that is an asset. And then the business is an asset and you're a liability. Mm. <laughs> so your skill of podcasting built a business that is an asset. But the bigger the business gets, you become the liability to the business until you build assets, which is the process of the business. Most entrepreneurs fail because they thought that they were the asset. No, you can't go live every day, do webinars, get in the room, run ads, run teams, and fulfill your offer. So they turn into the liability in the company. This is good. Hey, I DM you. Oh, yeah, we're getting back to DMs. But the only people they hired was a person in their DMs to get appointments set, not a person to do customer service. Yeah. Most people did not hire teams to fulfill on what they actually were selling. You see what I'm saying? Because why? We're not taught that. We're taught get customers, get clients, make money. But we're not taught. Like for us, we our teams are not based. How my company is structured, one of my companies structure is not based on like roles. It's based on teams. Yeah. So we have a client lead team. That's my video team is on there. Why? Video is how we get customers. Our ad team is part of our client lead team. Then you have what we call client acquisition, which is your sales which includes email marketing, which includes your actual people over the phone. Right. Then you, you would need client support team. How do you support a person who's in your program? So now this is my client success directors. This is my. What's up family? This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you know you're getting the real deal. Whether you're looking for a head turning handbag or a watch that says it all. I mean, jewelry that makes you look like the gym or sneakers and streetwear that make every step feel fly. I remember wanting the two tone Rolex. It was beautiful. Jubilee band. I remember seeing it on TV. I remember seeing it on successful people. And what made me fall in love with it was the style, the swagger, the elegance of the person wearing it. Not even the watch. It was the vibe of the person wearing it. And I remember when I first got it, the feeling was incredible. I felt accomplished. These days, to know for sure you're getting the real deal, you got to go straight to eBay. When searching, just look for the blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee that means when you buy it you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts ensure your next purchase is the real deal by visiting ebay.com for terms that's ebay.com client concierge who manages emails these are your client coaches who coaches on your call my content coach my ad coach my course creation coach our copy coach right they're on a team then you would have what we refer to then as client fulfillment team if we, we do done for you services. So the person who builds your funnels is on your client fulfillment team, but you need data to know what do they need to submit. Your copywriters is on your client fulfillment team. If you're doing done for you, see, these are teams all in a cycle. So now you can meet with, hey guys, what, are, what is our percentage of fulfillment? Meet with the client fulfillment team. 
And then find out, hey, the client lead team is actually giving us bad leads and we're getting people that's not doing the work. Now you can change things in your process. Yeah. See, I'm more of a run a company. Jeez. <laughs> you're looking yeah. at it and you're saying, boom, when does that happen? Every Tuesday. Right? I coach my clients on Monday. I coach my team on Tuesday. I liked it. So as an entrepreneur, all of what you just said, most people will never do. It's running a company, though. It is. It, however, so I think you can do well with limiting the responsibility mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur of your company. Yeah. So my, my company isn't as robust, and I keep it that way, and probably it's me being in my own way. But I, I try to grow incrementally. And it's it's hard for me to process a lot of complex things. Yeah. Right. And, and like you said, like I, I would hire somebody. Like, okay, you're doing operations, but then if I don't understand what you're doing, and it doesn't seem like what you're doing works, I gotta let you go. And I'm like, all right, I gotta <laughs> yeah. now I gotta go fix what I feel you messed up. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. there there are different levels of entrepreneurship. And it I is. think you can make your first couple million without the complexity of business. What do you think? Uh, it's the difference between making millions and making what should be all of our goals, stress-free millions. Talk to me. You alleviate the stress by, so my COO alleviates stress. Why? She can think for me. Mm. So she don't do all the things in the business. She's the heart. But if somebody is a CPA, they're the head. I don't trust them. I don't know them, but I trust her. Yeah. So you pay her head and the heart. I don't have to think through everything. I can we get on a call and I can say, hey, here's what I want to see for December, which I've never shared this openly, but I'll share it because it's social proof. Thank you. I try to take off the month of December and not work. Mm. So how do you still have a monthly launch cycle generating new revenue, getting new leads? We create what we call staff offers, where we take all the people on our staff and create offers to take the same thing they do for me for other people. So now I'm off, but we're still selling the same services they can Got do. It. So what do I have the conversation with her? Hey, think through, I want you to itemize a production report so I can see like what, like optimal level, how many funnels can we create? Hey, if we do done for you video editing, like one of my guys, Victor, he does about 20, 25 reels a day. If we bought on 10 people, how many videos can we do? Give me all of that. When I get on the call with her, I can see the numbers. This I bandwidth. All right, let's create an offer that includes done for you editing, done for you emails, posting for you using our social media manager. I just see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 10 people, now I'm off, but if we do a retainer of 2,500, take 10 people, we make $25,000 in a month while I'm off. I like, do me a favor. Give me a dumbed-down version of what you're saying yeah. for the person who has a product. Yeah. Or, you know, they, they get in a funnel. Like, my man, shout out to Josh Earl. Make sure y'all follow CEO Josh Earl. So he is, uh, I saw him leave working Walmart mm -hmm. a few years ago before the pandemic and entrepreneur doing well and he's going into the personal branding space and now it's okay i have an offer i can handle the the traffic right now because it's not too much traffic yeah. right and i can fulfill it so where does somebody that is not at that level of having a team here because most of us ain't got no team yes I know team period. My business is different because I do done for you services. So for I'm sure. always have a bigger team. So someone yeah. shouldn't hear that and say, I need all that. You don't. Right. Higher overhead, a lot more complexities, a lot more to manage. 
if someone's doing it at that level, the first person I would hire if I were them is I would say, take all the stuff that you hate doing and do it one last time, but record it. Mm. Start right there. Everything you hate doing, plan a week and say, I'm going to do all the stuff I hate doing, record it. That becomes your new SOP, your new standard operating procedure to hire your first person. You with me? Yeah. Very simple. Simple. Don't like setting up mics? Record it one last time. Hire the person and their first week, their first training is to take a test on the thing you hated doing. They got seven days to watch those videos and do it. Your job is to monitor the work you hate doing and help them make adjustments because while week two, your job is to do less of it. Mm. Not completely eliminate. Yeah, do less do of less. it. Yeah. yeah, you're doing less of what you hate. Your goal in 30 days is to do none of it. That determines because they're in, if you really structure your company well, first 30 days they're in training pay. They don't unlock full regular pay until they master the stuff you hate doing. Mm. <laughs> they're this incentivized to learn it. And you are incentivized to train them. Why? That month, your job is to be in the business training them on the stuff you hate doing. Yo, can I hire you to be my CEO? <laughs> just, yeah, just, I, I think that'll be better, bro. Just, uh, but this is how I think. I think, this is why I say it's the best time. If people learn now, like, man, all the stuff we've done, we made mistakes. I've made mistakes. I'm not perfect. But I just love, we talk about this all the time, I love building companies. I like, I don't consider myself entrepreneur. Now, I built businesses, but I didn't build a strong brand. So now my new goal for the next 365 is to lean in the brand. I made money. I've done consulting. I've got, I'm straight. Yeah. You know. So now it's how do we make people aware of what we do? Mm -hmm. So to that person, training or that somebody might say, well, I don't have any extra revenue, right? So I know the person's thought. Mm. How do I hire that person to do what I hate doing if I don't have the revenue and I'm trying to get clients? I don't think people realize that you can tie someone into your bottom line where let's just say that person, that person, the whole staff offer, right? You hire one person, executive assistant, and you say, hey, I hate setting up microphones. I help, hate setting up the audio. I hate testing it. So I want you to sit in my seat, test it, do my angles, do this, 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 and this, right? That's that one last time. Here's what we're going to do. I can't afford to keep you on full time. However, what I will do is sell the space to someone else and you make up the, the added cost. You sell it too. Yeah. Mm. You sell it and I sell it. Guess what they're doing? They're actually giving revenue to your business and they're adding revenue to their to their check. Facts. Same Facts. thing. It's a staff offer. Yeah. What is, um, what are you the worst at when it comes to business? You're just, you're just no good at it. So I paid a person recent. Not I, I felt like I wasn't a good leader. I'm learning. Really? I'm better at working. I'm better at working. Because I think very clearly and intent, like I'm very organized. Everybody you hire is not going to be that. Yeah. I'm high energy. Like my meetings, I know I get on their nerves. Mm -hmm. Nobody can mute themselves. Everybody on screen. Why don't I let them mute? Because I want to feel like we had a table. I don't want to wait on you to unmute. Like every second is energy. We do situational training. So I'm the worst at leadership. So I paid someone. Instead of, I paid for a one-year mastermind for a person to teach me how to lead people. And a big part, one of the things he challenged me to do, he said, your first week, I want you to make be intentional about reaching out to people on your team and talking to them about non-work-related stuff. My thought was, I pay you. <laughs> but I started realizing, like I would hit up someone, hey, how's everything going with such and such? And you start seeing their demeanor, their face. 
I looked on a Friday and I was like, hey, everybody, if we can do this, 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 and this, everybody's off on Friday. I also want to treat you all to whatever your favorite restaurant is. Mm -hmm. I asked everybody on Monday, what did they do? And none of them took the day off. That's when I was like, dang, our culture is getting better. Yeah. So I, I haven't done the best job at leading in my household, so I'm trying to do better with that. Like that leadership piece, leading my wife, leading my child, leading my online church, haven't done a good job because I had to sit in that seat and see myself as a leader. Yeah, I, th I thought you would be you would be strong. You would consider yourself strong in that area because like all the things that you lead. You know what I mean? Like your uh, teams and all that. I, I thought I didn't expect that answer. No, because. Darius Daniel says this. He said, you want, to, you want to be able to get find people that you can get to bring their heart to work, not just their, their talent. Mm -hmm. I couldn't, so is that. How do I get them to bring their heart to work? How do I get clearer? Or I'll sing, I'm up at 1, 2 in the morning. I will send messages at 1, 2 in the morning. Yeah. And be like, well, I'm up working. That's unfair because they ain't me. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, like, those yeah. things make you a bad leader. It's like, I stay up late and I get up early, right? So I'm up two, three, I'm back up at seven. My lady does not. Yeah. 10 and gonna sleep in. Like, hey, let's get on flight at nine. That's an early flight. That's not early. But so it's learning, like that's bad leadership to expect people to be me. Yeah. And to impose that or make them feel bad by not being what I'm not. So that's why I would say bad leadership. What else am I not good at? Um, even what like we've been friends, geez, years. From in Philly oh, sharing a room, oh, you know sure. what I'm saying, for years. I don't do a good job of I'm the I'm the ambulance friend. If you're in trouble, I'm there. Mm -hmm. But if life good, I don't really bother you or hit you up like that. I could you know what I'm saying? I'm not very, very good at that. I don't ask for favors. Yeah. That but that could be a, a sense of pride or like feeling like I'm taken from someone really they they might want that from you. Right. Yeah. So it's the list goes on. Lack of communicate, not over communicating things, over promising on things, and I'll know I'm overloaded and it's a bad time, and I'll actually forget. Like yeah. the list goes on and on and on, on, which could be an assault on your character, where you mean well, but you were overextended. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's uh, that's where I, one point you said was because uh, I'll send K, my assistant, I, I'll send K messages late too, but. I prefaced it. I told her, I'm going to send you some text messages. It might be 5, 6, 7, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. You don't have to respond. I need to do that. Just check it the next day. Because I, I don't, I'll forget. So, but I, I, can't, I can't say that I'm not going to message you at all. Yeah. I'm just saying, you're not, don't feel obligated to reply. Yeah. I might put you on a chat with somebody and say, hey, K, so-and-so needs this and that. But K will probably get to it tomorrow. Yeah. Right? So I'm, but I can't, I can't keep it in my head because I'll forget. Then I'll be frustrated. I can do better with that. See, here, here's, here's the part where you said you would think I'm, um, I wouldn't say leadership. I start with a process, right? So yeah. with something like that, I add it as a part of our culture so the person will get a choice, right? So one of our company cultural rules they learn in the beginning is I don't know expires in 24 to 48 hours. So if we're in a meeting, you say, I don't know, you got 24 to 48 hours to figure it out. <laughs> right? So like that's a, a company culture rule. Uh, one of them is, uh, in all areas, we'll be excellent, but we define excellent by doing the best that we can as fast as we can with what we have. Mm -hmm. 
So what does that mean? If, hey, why didn't you do such and such? We didn't have X, but did you have that? I mean, you broke that rule. Yeah. We do a communication relay. So that means if I send a message, they have to communicate they received it, communicate the progress, and then the handoff. That's the relay. Yeah. You can't break any part of the relay. Mm. So I start with processes. Why? Wow, that's our C4. That, mm. So when we hire a person, they go through C4 school. Why? We were coaching and, and providing courses for clients, but not our staff. Mm. So they go through C4 school. Communication is first. Cult, uh, culture code is second. They go through clarity of division. What does that mean? We, we realize that we don't want to build businesses bigger than we build ourselves. So we want to always be focused on spiritual development, emotional and mental health, business development, and an obsession of our clients. Yeah. Right? So like all these things, I start with that, which isn't good. Because that means I'm in essence forcing them into, it's easier for me to build the process and the culture and just spill it out from heart than it is to say, hey, I'm going to hit you up sometimes. And this is, you yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah, That's sure, bad leadership. Sure. It's like you're doing good and exceptional at frameworks and building this out and doing the work. Yeah. But you're doing bad with people skills. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Goodness gracious. Same with my wife. is like, hey, I really want us to hang out and watch a movie. It ain't Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, yo, we do our check-in on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, but I just want to talk to you about my little sister. She had a soccer game. I'm like, soccer game? I don't care about the soccer game. <laughs> <laughs> and that sounds mean. So then instead it's like, nah. This is your highest priority. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. trying to do better, bro. And I'm being yeah. honest about my journey. Nah, for sure. What I found to, in those scenarios is the time that's required is not that long yeah. for you to be interested. Yeah. So I know my wife is going to talk to me 10 minutes about something. If I could sit there and engage. What? Well, let me see how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Like I get this. Uh, hold on. So, <laughs> hey, it's the face. You gotta, you gotta peer into. <coughs> hmm. You gotta ask questions. Really? Hold on. Hold on. So, so say that again. <laughs> and sometimes, yo, really? And I hope you watch this. My say that. Hold on. Hold on. Because I, I, I really want to understand that. I checked out for a second. But this 10-minute window of me putting my phone down, engaging, yeah. and I'm thinking in my head, this is bad. We shouldn't even have this conversation. <laughs> we really shouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> and I'm thinking, as an entrepreneur, listen, ladies, if you are with an entrepreneur, this is you need to understand how they think, okay? It's not a... In the stuff that I'm talking, I'm telling Dre about the whole build out of the live stream with the screens. Yeah. And the, I'm like, yo, we're going to patch in the audio. It's, and she's like, oh, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and at that moment, I knew she's in her mind. This will be over soon. Because <laughs> I know I'll be thinking in my mind. This will be over soon. <sighs> my sister, she called. And then my brother, he said this, this. She called my dad. And my dad said this and that. I'm like, what? No, she did. <laughs> oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> no, she did. Oh. Going back to entrepreneurship, what I realized in that same vein, and I'd love to get your perspective, is uh, somebody said that it's easier said than done. And I'm starting to find out that that's not true. Mm. 
saying something creates a lot of confusion in your mind. Yeah. But when you actually do the thing, like if you say, yo, I'm going to clean my room. The process of saying it and thinking about, especially if it's all in disarray. Yeah. The saying of it and the, th- the thought of it is a lot more challenging than going there to pick up the clothes. Agreed. So I want to hear your perspective on this because the action, I think sometimes people are more afraid of. It's a lot scarier in your head than it is when you start actually moving on it. Yeah. Um, always because you're, you're unclear in your head and you can do the word dance. You can say a whole lot to people. And here's what I'm learning, man. When you do years ago, I came to one of your events and this, y'all never said this to you openly. This is part of like that aha moment that made me start the Epic Nation. This will make sense. I was there and I remember a young lady standing up and asking a question and she was talking about struggling with her business. This is a beautiful moment, Mm -hmm. right? And what I found is in so many entrepreneur spaces, people aren't asking for clarity, they're asking for permission. Mm -hmm. That silent thing in our heart that we, we do fear it won't work. We fear being embarrassed. We fear taking a risk and it not happening. We wonder what are they doing that I'm not doing where not being jealous, not being proud, but to know you're putting in the work and you're better than someone at something. They're getting the results you feel you deserve, right? Mm. And some of that is in our head, we normally are, the volume of someone else's voice is so loud, it's a good thing to watch Social Proof Podcast. But what happens when David Shan's voice is so loud in my head that when I sit in front of the camera, I think what I'm doing is wrong because it don't sound like what I hear from you. Yeah, That, mm-hmm. it becomes scary. So what you have to do is turn the volume down of other people. And this is why I study and listen to myself. I tell my clients, part of your regimen of the content you consume should be your own. Because you're getting your voice to be louder. So you're not saying, is this right? When you ask that, you typically are asking, does it look like what other people are doing? Mm. That part is scary to actually do the work. That's why I keep saying you can't build a business bigger than you build yourself. All this stuff, bro, social media, doing the work, picking up, like the example you gave, picking up clothes and all that. Bro, you know what that boils down to? Your self-ideal of what you see as junkie or not. The only way you change and move them clothes is if in your head, the ideal, the image you have in your head, and the things with your eyes don't match it. So if in my head I see junkiness and nastiness as clothes everywhere, when I see clothes everywhere, I move it. Yeah. So if you don't create a clear image in your head, you'll never create clear actions with your body, with your life. So the goal then is to get clear to say with social media content, bro, no one sees you until you've already fully seen yourself and uploaded it. <laughs> no one sees you. Yeah. Film looking at yourself. yourself. Go yeah. live looking at yourself. Film podcast looking at yourself. They don't see you until you've already fully seen you and uploaded it. It's a mirror. So when you unclear and uncertain, you were that before you uploaded it. Clarity actually helps content. The clearer you are, the your, this, bro, I keep preaching to people, your self-image, your self-ideal, your self-confidence, your self-esteem, all that shows up in every area of your business. So to solve that problem of the action, a person has to create a new standard mm-hmm. to say, this is what this looks like for me. Question for you. Why do you want to learn a new language? Like, where would you use it? And how would it come in handy? Think about this. Right. Listen, you always wanted to learn a new language. Well, let me introduce you to Rosetta Stone It is the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language 
that you really, really want to learn. Listen, I am looking to really dive deep into Rosetta Stone this year. I tried it. It's really, really fun because I always wanted to be able to reach a broader audience with my business. So we about to learn this Spanish. Espanol, baby. Listen, Rosetta Stone has been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 different languages offered. So if you want to learn Spanish or French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Polish, 25 different languages offered. Also, um, it's fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. For one, there's no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's a very intuitive process, meaning you pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. And it's designed for long-term retention. Also, speech recognition. The built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also convenient. Like I said, you can use it on desktop or app um, with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And it's an amazing value. You will get a lifetime membership for all 25 languages, for any and all trips and language needs in your life, lifetime access, all 25 languages for 50% off, Rosetta Stone is offering you a steal of a deal. Listen up, y'all. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Social Proof Podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com forward slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Do it today. Have you been using Mint to manage your finances? Well, if so, I have some bad news. Mint's going away. It's shutting down. But here's some good news. There's an even better alternative. It's called Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and are absolutely loving it. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, which is the top-rated personal finance app, it also has a built-in collaboration feature so that you can invite your partner at no extra cost. It's the easiest way to manage your household finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and much more. You can create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com forward slash social. And get this, Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint so you can keep all your tags and categories. And unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to set up and to customize and then use it all together, okay? Monarch is absolutely obsessed with constantly improving a product. So they actually release updates every two weeks and allow customers to submit suggestions so you can actually vote on requested features and you'll be able to see the product roadmap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash social. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash social for your extended 30-day free trial. For, I was an expert procrastinator. Like, that's all I did for years. I broke it by making promises with myself, like trying to see if I can keep a promise to myself. 
like every day, can I keep a promise to myself? Can I tell myself I'm going to do something and do it? It sounds like, oh, no, I can't. No, it's legit. Here's why. If you, if you, if I promise you that you give me $10,000 and I'll do something for you, it's the same promise I give to myself every day. Mm-hmm. What would make me not market that 10K offer if I've never kept a promise to myself? I don't feel, I'm, I'm afraid that if you pay me, I might not do it. Why? Because so many times I haven't done it for myself. Yeah. That, that has to happen. Self-talk, hard deadlines, putting clocks on your thoughts to make sure that, and when I say put a clock on your thoughts, it's like, I end every coaching session. I had a session at, at uh, early today. We end all of our coaching sessions with, okay, all the information you just learned, what, what time are you meeting with this information? Hey, got a meeting tomorrow from 12 to 2. Further you get away from the information, the more you forget. And you're going to think I didn't teach you something that I taught you. Yeah. So, but you can be super clear. I know exactly what I need to do to clean this room. Yeah. I'm going to go to the dirty clothes. All the stuff on the floor need to go in the hamper. <laughs> You feel me yeah. like, because sometimes it's just, it's just around the hamper. Yeah. You just got to push down the stuff in the hamper. Yeah. I'm showing, I'm showing y'all my closet. I know I need to do, I know all the stuff that I need to do, but it's still, even after you get clear, it's something that won't allow me to do it mentally. Yeah. There's something that won't allow me to actually walk in the room and actually do it. You want my opinion? What is that thing? Can I, I'll go simple and then I'll go with somewhat called deep. Simp, the simple part of it is all of us are wired in some way, some motive, right? So whether you prompt, make a promise to your lady or something and say, hey, hold me accountable. Every time I don't do this, I owe you this. It should hurt. Hmm. Same way you used to, same way you, you guilt trip me into starting my podcast. <laughs> hey, if you don't do it, you owe me $100 every day. I immediately started. I didn't want to give you 100 It wasn't yeah. even 100 It was, I don't want to feel like I lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was enough to make me get out of my head because guess what I was doing? Had the episodes, knew what I wanted, and filmed them. Just one uploading. Why? Man, I want to get my thumbnail. I want to hire my team. Yeah, tra- yeah, yeah. I was deferring and felt like I was doing the work by doing other things around the work. Mm-hmm. When you challenged me, it wasn't the $100. It was, I knew you were going to roast me. Man, I hit, thanks, Marcus, for the $100. You know, it's what, whatever the motivation is, right? So that's, that's one simple aspect of accountability, community, something that, that hurts you, that, that should be. When I wrote my first book, I told myself I'm not going to watch TV, YouTube, or do anything until I wrote a chapter a day. I love it. Just I said in that. The deeper side of it is understanding how human beings are wired. I'll simplify the language. I call it E3. Inside of David Shands, Marcus, all of us, is an educator, an examiner, and an executor. The educator writes a to-do list. Mm -hmm. Need to clean my room. Educator, the only issue is it does no work. It just writes the list and knows what it needs to do. Need to lose some weight. Need to go do my taxes. Need to do this. All the things you need to do. The executor is the part of you that has self-discipline or self-control to will you to do a thing. Mm. The examiner is the one part of you. So the educator knows what to do. He writes the list. The executor is the part of you that takes action on what you need to do. The examiner looks and examines the quality of the work and knows whether the executor did a subpar job. Mm. You know when you can do your best. That's a fact. When you just did it just to say you did it. If you start understanding that this is, this is me, I know that I don't like to do things for long periods of time. So it looks genius to say, Man, you filmed 100 episodes in 90 days? Yes, because I knew I wasn't going to do 100 over a year. Yeah. I know me. I know the educator in me. I know that 
I can do a small window time. I'm a mental and emotional sprint type of dude. Sprint, work myself to the bone, be done with it. Tomorrow, I'm filming tomorrow all the episodes for December so I can take them off off. It's going to probably take me six to eight hours, but eight hours buys me 31 days. I love it. That's, I love it. Some would say, honestly, it's my version of lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to do it, but I'm only going to do it on one day. Does this apply to somebody that know they need to apologize, but they don't? I don't know. That, that, <laughs> hey, listen. That, oh, we're going to talk about this marriage, my boy. That, you know what, though? I've been, <laughs> doing, I've been doing good with that, man. I've been doing good with... My lady's from Canada, man, so everything's real gentle. Yeah, I'm not doing good with that. It, bro, you know how we roast. We very assertive, direct. We crack jokes. She is a little more sensitive. Mm-hmm. Baby, can you say it differently? It's like, this is how we talk. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm learning. I'm doing better. Okay. We got to hold <laughs> each other accountable to that. That's we do. One, that's one part. We do. We got to hold each other accountable. Yeah, I don't, I don't think people understand the layers of what it takes to be, like you say, what some call successful. There are layers to it. Like it's not it's not like you just get more money and everything becomes cool, yeah. right? To get the more money, you have to spend more time away. Yeah. And if in one of my homegirls, she was she's now divorced, and I kind of saw it. I saw it coming because what she said was, um, "You'll find yourself uh, separate. You'll you'll find yourself creating distance." if you are growing and learning and getting into the mindset and you're around a bunch of people and these, and this person's not, there will be like a Delta there. Mm. Right. But I, I know that the success came from being around successful people, which changes you. Yeah. So what do you do in that scenario? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What do you do that? Your other person didn't sign up to be, to be this guru, motivational, read the books and all that kind of stuff. Flip side for employees, because I think this is where we're at in this conversation right now. Forcing someone to grow. Yeah. But what if they don't want to? That's a rough one, man. Uh, what I'm experiencing in all, in all facets is this year was the first time I paid to go to a relationship conference. Mm-hmm. And I realized how I am in business and how I'm like, you don't know that? Lady had to Google what's a mastermind, what's a webinar. She didn't know this stuff. Yeah. I'm at the relationship conference and they're talking about stuff. I'm like, what's that? I'm just as dumb. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't mean the person isn't growing. It's we're gauging growth based on the environment we're in. Hundred percent. Right. So we all have a zone of genius. Yeah. You move me out of my zone and I move away, move from being genius to ignorant real fast. Mm. So depending on what where, what environment you see me in, I look brilliant. I realize she's better at relationship than I am. So I'm thinking, man, I need this, I need that. How do you know what you need? <laughs> because you've never, Marcus, dated in a way that you had to then actually train yourself on the muscle of compromise. Mm. That's an underdeveloped muscle in me. If you if everybody, if most of the people around you are either we're friends, we don't really want much from each other, yeah. or it's people who work with you, work for you, or see you as an opportunity. You don't train the muscle of compromise and the more money you make, we don't even compromise when it's time to travel. I pay more to skip the line. Yeah. Hey bro, I pay for your food if you if you go ahead and order mine. Like I'm yeah. that so <laughs> you don't really compromise much, bro. Like that muscle of now, and you can't penalize or punish a person 
that has the ability to alter your mood and all you got to do is li- and all you can do is live with it. You can't control them. You can't punish them. They're not your child. You could say, I want this. And the person say, I'm not doing that. And you got to live with that. That was hard for me. Yeah. Then you start seeing the beauty in the person, their resilience, their support, who she is as a person, knowing like, man, this person rock with you, got your back. Did I make mistakes? Oh my God. Yes. Really, really bad. And then you mentally check out to where you're gauging and saying, like, hey, how are things going trash? Then you realize how much are you putting into it? So now I can look back and say, I have never read a book that taught me how to be better in intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. Where this person prepared themselves to be my partner, I prepared to provide. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, and how does that relate to your team or your staff? Yeah. I mean, just because someone makes a mistake, you don't just let them go, right? You still have to have some of that patience. And yeah. You want someone to uh, start thinking ahead or be more innovative or become what you know that person can become. How do you ma- how do you manage that? Yeah, so we, well, I'm not saying we perfected it. Some of the things that we're doing a better job of, we do scenario-based trainings mm-hmm. versus, me- like, you know, most meetings are just like talking about what's coming up in the company. We like to take things that happened before, emails, problems, and allow the person to think through it, almost like team building. Hey, how would y'all handle this? Yeah, they It gives them a respect for me and the load of what I have. It gives me the ability to see talent. Because if you say, take people you, you had to. I get it. I know what's going on. Your business was rocking. But now you're falling behind. Teams buried in manual work, taking forever to close the books, getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and much, much more. 25. NetSuite turned 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs or key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Listen, there's power in having organization in your business, having all the information in one place. With disorganization comes poverty. Trust me, this is an unprecedented offer by NetSuite. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance. Absolutely free at netsuite.com slash social proof. That's netsuite.com slash social proof to get your own KPI checklist. Netsuite.com slash social proof. Look, black representation in media means the world to me. I remember watching Arsenio Hall and Montel Williams and Oprah Winfrey. I remember seeing these black voices and I thought, you know what? I want to control a room like that. The next generation, however, of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, 
resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama, the reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Listen, black representation is important. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices uh, as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Not fire, released before. There's a reason you did it. So imagine taking your team and say, hey, what if, hey, if you guys saw, so we call it situational training. Hey, we're going to do something really quick for about 20 minutes. Let's take uh, revenues down at this point, this, this, and this. It don't have to be that scenario. It can be anything. It could be a situation, person sends a message and say they didn't receive something where we have proof that they received it. How would you handle that? Mm-hmm. So rules we have. this does what? It allows you to respect their train of thought. It, it also allows the person to see all the things that, you, that you're having to, to manage and do. So some of it is that. Some of it is, is wins and celebrations. So like I started now being intentional about saying, hey, guys, can y'all start filling out war, war reports, weekly activity reports, and here's how I word it. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what all you do, and I could now, I'm thinking revenue. I could end up releasing you, not realizing you're overworked and doing a lot more. Mm-hmm. These conversations, we start meetings now. What went, what went wrong? What went right? What can we do differently? Everybody goes around. What went wrong was this, this, and this. What went right was this. Can't harp on what went wrong long, right? What it does is create a company culture that once we finish with what went wrong, we don't talk no more about things that we ain't problem solving through. So what went wrong, what went right, what we do different. I asked a uh, young lady named G. She's like our main. G is like our main, I want to say executive admin, but she can do some of everything. What I asked her, I was like, hey, what would make, I said, if you can add anything Add anything, hire anyone, take something off your plate. What would that look like for you? Mm-hmm. She said, honestly, if I can just have some a, a folder with like some of the things that you'll send us, sometimes I am in the middle of doing something and I will get it, and you'll tell me to prioritize this, but then, hey, why didn't this happen? Which I did do. I got a chance to hear from her. Yo, Marcus, you're sending me stuff. I'm off at 7 p.m. You sent right. it to me at 6.30 and say you want it by end of business, but you also told me some other stuff I needed by end of day. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just learning those things, bro. And like I'm not doing the best. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm I'm more aware of it. Cause I don't have an off button. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm basically saying I'm I'm gonna give you context, bro. Like we post three reels on Instagram every every week. That's twenty one piece of content. We post twenty one shorts on YouTube. We drop an episode every Monday, every Thursday, and I teach a Bible study on Wednesday, and I teach a service on Sunday. Right. That's f- almost 50 pieces of content a week, mm. 200 a month. So I'm so used to functioning at this level, which means prep time has to go into knowing what I'm speaking about, yeah. studying the different messages, what books I'm reading, the audios I'm listening to, 
everyone's is don't function and move that way. Like, bro, we signed up to work with you. We didn't sign up to function as, as high level, overworked, burned out CEOs. Yeah. Having grace. And I pray on it. Like, like I'm serious. My my honest prayer is in business and relationship is God help me to lead your people how you would lead them. Mm-hmm. If I God help me to coach clients, God help me to coach them. If you were their coach, how would you coach them? Yeah. I always try to be sensitive, friendships. So my faith leads me in that. Mm. You're wise, man. I'm trying to be. You're wise. I'm trying. Yo, I want to get into this real quick. Um, and I, We're not going to have enough time. <laughs> you know what I want to talk about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really want to get into this communication space. We, we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to do another one because it, it'll take too long. Yeah, because we will get it, we'll get in the weeds with the communication. We'll we should it. do something together to help people. Not communication in terms of like Toastmasters, just public speaking. I'm talking about communication for two reasons: that helps people build relationships, increase their revenue, and build a system around their life and their business. Right. Like, how do you communicate for those things? Mm. Where now a person's like, yo, when you ask me questions, how do I eliminate saying, um, uh, what was the think time? How do I know yeah. what to go into? How do I know when I could tell a story and when I couldn't? There's actually a process to that, right? Yeah. So I'm You're s- really good at it, too. <laughs> You're really, really good at it. I think I'm an okay communicator, but you start talking about the science behind communication. Mm. Like, how do you, how do you, control a crowd with your words how do you say something and alter how someone feels and take them on an emotional roller coaster and get them in the mind frame to say i trust this person i'm going to take this offer yeah we don't have the time yeah yeah because we would have we would have to go into the questions we'd have to go into parts of the brain and like yeah what words Causes sales resist resistance and defensiveness. Yes. Here's the good news, though. There's for those that are listening. Here's the good news. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Okay, uh, Marcus Y. Rozier. He already has a podcast, but I feel like the world really needs to know who this man is because I've learned so so much from him, and I just can't believe some of the clips that you have haven't gone viral. Wow, timing. I just, I really, I just can't believe it. <laughs> and then I look at some people's pages and they don't have the greatest content, but they have the greatest engagement. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's just you've done it long enough or um, I, I don't know what it is. I'm still trying to crack that code, but we are bringing Mr. Marcus Y. Rozier onto the Social Proof Podcast Network. Yes. I'm very, very happy to be here. Oh, bro. I'm super excited about this, too, man, because you are brilliant. Man, thank you. You are brilliant. I've learned so much. And uh, I remember you did this speaker's I don't know if it was speaker's training. The joint was 15 minutes. (laughs) Me and and Terika was in the front row. Terika reached over. She said, hey, let's sign up for the program. I was like, Terika, he don't got one. <laughs> just teaching it. Just out here teaching it. I was it. like, he don't, he, don't, he don't got nothing to sell us. He just really, really dope for this. She was like, all right, well, we need to go back to Mexico. <laughs> that Mexico drip was fire. Needed. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about going uh, at some point this month. Sign me up. Because 
I need to get away. And 2024 is going to be so big. Yeah. I think it's going to be so big. But right now, I can't take advantage of it. Mm. If I go into 2024 with who I am right now, I'll mess it up. Wow. It'll be extremely average. Bro, you know how, how odd that would be for us to hear? Because how we see David Shans. Oh, that man. level of transparency to hear you say that, we like, if Shans say that, we definitely ain't got it together. Bro, you got to think. My son is one. My daughter is two. My other daughter, Corey, is 13. So she's going through her teenage, teenage stuff. My wife, my in-laws, business. I've been attacked. I'm mentally, I'm frazzled. Mm. And I need some clear, I got to get away, I got to get away from all of it. I got to get away from all of it and really think, just being in Atlanta, bro, even if I like, I'm not home or I'll be here by myself, I still, I'm still here. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I got to get away. Hey brother, we can do one of those. I think we did a minute ago in, in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. Remember where you found? I think you interviewed somebody while we was there. It was like a minute ago. What the I was in Fort Lauderdale. We did Fort Lauderdale and then Miami. You interviewed Spec and stuff while we was down there. Yes, yes. One yes, of those yes. where you go with friends, where it's the rule is don't bother me. I won't bother you unless I need company. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you on your? We there? But you over there? I'm over here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. bro, what you, what you trying to eat? 100% we need one of them <laughs> Yeah like don't bother me I won't bother you Ain't no we hitting me that. at 7 What we doing this morning Hey you alright <laughs> Yeah Yo is there a Is there a place in Florida Where that's possible Where we ain't gotta Or is it only Mexico Is like the closest It's a few It's a few You know Fort Lauderdale Is my main My main little area But I got a few spots In, in Florida that, that you would enjoy could little I could run to Hawaii, but me and my wife have never been to Hawaii, and I don't think I can go without her. That so. flight long too. That's a flight. That flight man. long. Cause what is like three four hours from LA? Yeah, you from here about seven eight. Yeah, it's it's long. Yeah, I could do Mex. I love Mexico because it's a quick hour and some change, two hours yeah. in and out. I rock with Mexico, and. It's all inclusive, so I don't have to worry about what I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get some? It's a pleasure. <laughs> right, They're gonna hit sure. me with it. Yeah, man. We 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 got to think through that, man. So listen, hopefully, um, the team. Yo, make, can somebody text Kashif and say make sure we get the last part of Marcus White Rose's last interview five years ago. Dope. And put it, patch it into where he talked about it. Cause I love to compare to see what you did uh, from now, but yo, thank you so much, man. We we're looking forward to hearing your wealth of knowledge, bro. Cause what's up family. Listen, a new year for many people means resolutions to save money. So stop shopping without getting anything in return. Start getting cash back on every single purchase you make with Ibotta. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user 
earns 145 bucks per year. And that could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Buy the flight you've been eyeing, that game you've been wanting to go to, or that fancy dinner you've been craving. Join over 50 million savers and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Listen to me, family. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code SOCIALPROOF when you register. Just go to the Apple Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code SOCIALPROOF. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or Apple Store and use code SOCIALPROOF. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Literally, Every time I have a conversation with you, it makes me frustrated. <laughs> Why frustrated? Because, man, it's almost like you'd be telling me all the stuff I need to do, and there'd be mad stuff I need to do. Not at all. You let, you let me know how unorganized I am as a person and as a company, and then give me all the stuff I need to think about, and I'd just be frustrated, like, bro, leave me alone. Bro, but that's why I need to be around you. I'm struggling with the same <laughs> things. I hope I don't come across like I got it together. Like, mm. bro, I, I think you did a good job of that in this episode of letting people know you are human. Man, I'm trying. Like, with this journey with podcasts, bro, I'm leaning on you. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm doing with podcasts. I just know my goal is to take all the hard stuff people spend their time Googling, YouTubing, going to conferences, booking an Uber and answer it for free in podcast form. That's my goal. Mm -hmm. Take the questions that they're Googling and asking, get in front of the camera, and answer it, and provide that information for them. Let's answer this question for not the listener of podcasts, but the podcast producer. Your goal isn't to just give away information because you love giving away information, which I think you do love giving away information, but there's a play here, and i like to know it. And you're going to tell me. What's my play? We're not going to act like this. It's like, come on, you you a thinker. You're not about to act like, oh, man, I'm, I'm so philanthropic with my information. I, I am, though, too. Yes, it. you are, but. You just said I came and did a speaker training for free with no offer. A hundred percent, because I was your boy, and we your people. But the fact that you're putting a podcast together isn't so that you can feel good about hearing yourself talk. Yeah. There's a play, and you're going to tell us. My play, okay. Well, I wouldn't say play. My vision is I want to have a body of work, bro. Like I want to wait until you find the last episode. You asked me what is my goal. I said I want to own mental real estate. Mm -hmm. The same way that you know Chapman's love languages, the same way that you know Maxwell's law of the this, I want frameworks as it relates to entrepreneurs, E3, C4, PSSP, these are frameworks. I got hundreds of them. Mm. 
that simplifies how people can optimize what they do in business. So that's one goal. Yeah. Number two, podcast is the greatest lead generator. There we go. Right. So it does allow you the opportunity to, I can quote every Martin episode ever made. Right? <laughs> Not my mama bird. I mean, no. you name it. Martin was 30 minute, was 30 minute episodes with commercials, 22 minutes. If they watch Shan's podcast for one hour and they watch four episodes, they're watching you longer than a season of Martin. Mm. In one month, they're consuming David Shans more than they consume Martin Lawrence. Scandal, right? So you get a you get the ability in a positive way to impact, indoctrinate, teach, and educate people. That's powerful. Uh, so it does generate leads as well as growth is a powerful thing because anytime you grow, it allows you the ability to help more people, right? So if something doesn't grow, if Shans podcast doesn't grow you can't allow me the opportunity to bring my show on here. Right? Your growth is actually a win for me. If you didn't grow, you couldn't hire teams that's doing all this stuff. You wouldn't have more to meet up. Your growth actually does benefit other people. Mm -hmm. So that's part of it. And I do want people to hear the work that I put into getting better. Yeah. I want to document my failures, my successes. And now the goal is build a brand, not just anyone, a brand that represents not building a business bigger than you build yourself saying, how do we mission statement? Please, God, do what I'm gifted at and love doing, what helps people, what pays me well. I love it. I am mad at that. Well, let's end this. How we ended the last one. Five years from today, Marcus Y. Rozier, what do you see yourself accomplishing? What do you see yourself doing? Number one, I got to have my son. Come on. Got to have my son. Uh, my daughter's name is Rain, as in royalty, not raindrops. Mm. My son will be named Sire. Okay. Yeah, Sire Joel Rocha. That's his that's his name. Uh how you gonna how you gonna do the whole son thing? Is it like pray real hard strategy or are you gonna do it with intentionality with a doctor uh, or what? I'm I'm in between. I'm in between whether we just gonna extract the boy and say and, and insert or we just Come gonna, on, gonna manifest yeah, the boy? Yeah, or if we just gonna go the good old fashioned uh two pumps and a smile. Come on. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we got it. We got to have my son. Uh, that's that's high on the list. Um, believe it or not, man, I really want to. Um, I want this. This is gonna sound like I'm just saying this, but it's true. If I didn't wasn't favored, I would not be where I am now, right? If I don't meet you years ago, you got to think, bro. 2014, 2015. Everyone that some would say are big in the space. I met. I met you randomly. 2015 ish, 2016. Mm -hmm. I met Neo at a random conference. We speaking for free. We tra We used to travel together to Puerto Rico, like buddy passes. You know what I'm saying? Like long before all of this stuff. Most of the people I met met years ago. Every relationship, and I can name several other names, but I won't name drop of people I met just. Bro, my first when I first moved to Atlanta, I meet Inky Johnson through my guy James Edwards. I don't know who Inky is. I have lunch with Inky before my first book comes out in 2015, never knowing who he is. He sits and listens to my story. Me want he was like, man, what's your signature story? I was like, what's that? And he teaches me how to put together a signature mm. story. What's the chances of going to a random event, meeting who is Inky Johnson, not knowing who he is? He pays for pizza for us. And he helped me. And every time I was seeing him, it looked years before I knew who he was. Yeah. He could have tested. It's like, that's favor, bro. Yeah. Like, what's this? Everywhere I've ever gone, I've met people. So now my job is to build, to build my life in a way that that I that my life will be a stage for someone else. They don't have to start from scratch. Yeah. So that's why I want 
some of the things that I want to help people. So five years, brand will be much bigger. I will have my son really want to put some things in place to make sure that my wife does not, does not, I want to give her what is the ultimate of love. The ability, everything she needs to live without me with the confidence of knowing she never has to. So if mm-hmm. she wants a brand, if she wants to do some things, I want it to be easy for her. Last but not least, online church, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think church is a building. I think church is the gathering together of people for a purpose. Okay. So I want a massive online community that we don't pray for, what we can cash at, that we can truly change people's life and mental and emotional health, relationship building, business, and faith. I was looking at when we start talking about church, um, the church in terms of Christianity has uh, been on a sharp decline. Yeah. It's period. Like people just don't go to church. I, I was in Orlando this past two weeks, last week, and we were riding through Orlando. And we were with my wife's parents, and I see church, 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 church. Every corner, there's three of them. Yeah. I'm talking about churches <laughs> everywhere you don't drive more than like six or seven seconds without seeing another church yeah this is over and over in it like it's, it, it's everywhere wild. atlanta's even worse is it I've, i haven't like sat there and noticed it, but there's i mean there's little ones big ones medium ones like there's churches <laughs> everywhere and what they were saying was back then like them 70s churches were wall to wall like there's packed all of them. So if there's a church, that one guarantee, if you got a good speaker preacher packed out, yeah. if you open one next door, you're going to win because there's too many people in this one. And they carry over. But that was a movement. That was a wave back then. But you got the eighties and the nineties and it wasn't, you know, you got, you got dragged to church. Yeah. When you were a kid. Yeah. Now it's it's not the same. I'd love to hear your perspective on that. Man, I've got a pretty broad one. So um anytime you anytime you change the definition of something, you change everything about it, right? So you wouldn't say, Are you going to the Black Lives Matter? Mm-hmm. You would because Black Lives Matter is a movement. Yeah. You in early days you wouldn't say, Are you going to church? Because church was supposed to be a yeah. movement, a gathering of people. Jesus wasn't a religious figure. He was a leader who grabbed the people on the margins of society. Those who were poor, he also grabbed women who had no voice, right? So you got to think of what he did. He led a movement of people, showed them who they were, talked about purpose. Most of the stuff he talked about had nothing to do with reading or studying the Bible because they had the Torah, but the Bible didn't exist. It was how they could do better at life. So what we find now is you don't become what you visit one day of a week for two hours. I don't know, though. Marcus, because Jesus' ministry was going, it was more religious. He was going to heaven. He even told. He, he, did, he said, didn't talk about heaven. Yes, he did. Jesus? Jesus was, he just read, read it. If you read how many parables, you can Google this right now, how many parables, how many messages, he talked about the kingdom of heaven, and it was constantly talking about a way of life, a standard of living that was to bring what was existing in. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In heaven to earth. Jesus talked about the life, the quality of life we lived on earth, not so much about heaven. No, because he even told his disciples, like, yo, they're going to hate you because of me. Yeah. There's a lot you are going to go through. Remember he told, yeah. he told my man, hey, I... Drop everything and yeah. follow me. Sell all them possessions and follow yeah. me. But when you follow me, this ain't gonna be sweet. Yeah. It's gonna be nasty. Yeah. They're gonna kill you. Google the miracle. Google the miracles. Mm. Almost every miracle improved a person's existential everyday quality of life. Google right. the messages. Google where he performed the miracles. Google the where he taught at. Mm. Not in the synagogue. Google right. the twelve people that he that he that he selected. All who were businessmen. Was in the synagogue though. Not very often. Every uh, what is it? It's either uh, Acts seventeen two or Luke four sixteen. Okay, it says it was his custom. He yeah, went to, to go to go and re- custom, but yeah. when you you see as it was his custom, and you see that mentioned right, so yeah. it, it let's just say the frequency of him going. But I'm talking about the documentation of the four people who document his life: Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, all disciples wrote a gospel, but only four made it into. What we have the original canon of the canon of scripture. We won't argue about King James authorization. <laughs> he didn't write it. He authorized it. Right. Uh, it's like you saying you you got authorized to get a permit for this building. Mm-hmm. He authorized it. Sure. Long story short, if this is not me making this up, if you Google mm-hmm. the miracles, the conversations of Jesus, you don't you see even salvation on down the line. Kingdom was his predominant message. Mm-hmm. If you break that down and boil down what is kingdom. You're talking about equality and a standard of living. John 10, 10, the thief comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I come that you may have life and life more abundantly. What does that mean? That word life is two words. Bios, this is Greek. Why do I say that? Old Testament is written in Chaldea Hebrew. Mm-hmm. New Testament is written in Kone Greek. Mm-hmm. And the Greek, which is New Testament, I come that you may have life. There's two words, chronos and bios. Chronos, where we get chronological mm-hmm. or order. Bios, where we get biography. Okay. And life more abundantly, which is the quality of life you live in your chronos. He's talking about, I come that you may have a quality of life in your bios and your chronological order of life. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the goal. Gotcha. It ain't just, you ain't a king in heaven. Like, all, let me put it this way. If the goal was to get you into heaven, why not let you die? Because everything that he died for, according to scripture, healing. Why heal you? If you die, you go to live with him. Mm. <laughs> Everything that he did was to keep you here longer for you to accomplish something while here. Okay. So if Jesus's goal was to, to simply get you into heaven, why die for all the things that you would need to be sustained here in the earth? So your, or your, your, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on like declining why Christians, gotcha. you know what I mean? So, Especially because the world is, I can't, Wild. I can't right, answer yeah. for all, right? So you got two types. You've got the scattered church, meaning we all are a part are part of the church. The movement of people, those Matthew 16, 13 through 19, read it when you get a chance. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 through 19, the first time you hear the word church in the Bible, mm-hmm. right? And upon this rock, I'll build my church, that whole text with Peter. That original idea was the gathering of people for purpose. So those who are gathered into the body of Christ, we are the, we would then become the church, right? Mm-hmm. The gathered church is the local assembly where you go on with like whatever you ascribe to, right? So if you have that, my my thoughts, not I can't answer why there's a decline. I'm telling you my opinion. Yeah, for sure. 
I think there is a huge disconnect between the life and the questions people have Monday through Saturday and the message they hear on Sunday. So you tell it, you not building a parallel to the, the stories in the Bible and the life that I live. How does what you teach me help me be better? Learn my purpose. Figure out how to pay these bills. Are you going to discuss the? Are you going to discuss how I can manage emotions? Are you talking about anger? Or are you only giving me hope about what happens when I leave the earth? Or are you giving me clarity, strategy, intentionality? So I think that is the decline because now you're telling me to come learn about something that I don't know how this applies to my Monday through Saturday. How do I apply this Monday morning? How does this help me have hard conversations with my 13-year-old? How does this help me navigate managing my time, my money, my resources? How does this build my confidence in myself? Unless you, So when I read the scriptures, I read it from the position of how does this lend itself to teach me something about myself? So if it's self-honesty, if it's creating boundaries with people, I can see this in the life of Jesus where he creates boundaries. Uh, you, like I look to find the trend or whether it's whether we're looking at stories in, in the scriptures, whether it's David and David and Goliath or if it's um, I think the greatest character in the, in the scriptures would be Uriah, the one who's loyal and who dies being loyal to David. Well, that's something to learn. People who lose something being loyal to people. Mm. If we think about timing, time management, where Jesus in three year, three and a half years had to make it where the whole world knows you, disrupt every system economically, so <laughs> much so that they got to kill you for it to keep going. Yeah. So we learn brand building. We even learn messaging. How? Jesus' predominant message was the, ki- was the kingdom. His marketing channel was miracles. He gathered a crowd by miracles, but whenever he was in private, he taught kingdom, and no one understood it. So his disciples said, what does that mean? So I can look at it and I can see certain nuances. I can see family drama. So I'm looking in the scriptures not to just memorize stories, but to see how do I apply this to my life. And at the end of my life, if all that I did was have a standard or perspective on life that said I want to treat people right, I want to not overextend myself, I want to keep my word, I want to be honest, I want to live a life that is purposeful, did I lose anything? You know what I'm saying? I want to give more than I take. Genesis 8, 22. As long as the earth remain, there'll be seed time and harvest. In essence, give to what gives to you. Yeah. What's that? Got it. So what what is the major message of, what is your major message? Yeah. So my major message, which is epic, right? To empower people and inspire them to change. Empowerment is much like if we took this cell phone, it has unlimited. What's the E? Empower people, inspire, inspire change. change. I never. The epic okay, nation. To I build see. a nation of people that are empowered, where a person is empowered, knowing their rights, authority. Like, David, you have a right to be and become and to have all that all that is available to you, right? Mm-hmm. So I have a right to optimize and to have access to everything that's on this phone. But if I don't plug it into something, I can't use it. That's what empowerment is. When we plug into our source to use everything that he put in us. Yeah. But to empower people and inspire them, to encourage someone to greater feelings of enthusiasm and encouragement. And then they change and change other people. So that's my primary message. How do I get people to see that you're living beneath your potential? You can do more. You can have more. You can become more. Do you feel being in that? I'm not a I'm not a pastor. Do you feel the need to cater and be a little more careful with the inclusion of everybody? When you're having these conversations? Because the world is different. Do I? Yeah. No. Okay. 
Uh, we don't require that in no area of our life. And in the absence of a standard, everything has access to your life and it's chaos. So what would happen if you went to an NBA game and you paid for courtside seats and they said, well, everybody paid to be in the arena, sit wherever. <laughs> in the absence of a standard, it's chaos and you're actually dishonoring the people who made the investment. So you're not, you, don't, you shouldn't spend your time speaking to those that don't want to hear you and those who made up their opinion that what you're saying is wrong uh-huh. at the expense of those who came and they agree already. That's good. So I think, if you notice on social media, I never talk about what I'm against. I talk about what I'm for to attract the people that's for what I'm for. Yeah, That's my goal. Champion what you're for. What would happen if the whole world only discussed what you're for instead of what you're against? Mm. Lean into that. Attract those people. And we all do that same work together. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, that's my position as well as when I say I see myself as more faith coach. Yeah. Um, the reason I say that, people think pastor mean preacher. Pastor is more of Ephesians 4. I'm, I never quote someone without Ephesians 4, starting at verse 11. A pastor is a calling or a, a wiring, right? So if someone said, hey, I'm a rapper, or I'm, excuse me, I do music, you want to know what genre. When you're talking pastor, you're just talking about those who have a heart that cares for a group of people. It doesn't mean pastor over a local church. That's a function. Mm-hmm. So people confuse pastor preacher and pastor of a local church with a calling or a heart to serve a group of people, whether it's an apostle, one who's a sent one, an innovator, whether it's a pastor, an evangelist, those who are, who feel drawn for those that are disenfranchised and they could be different types, right? Or a teacher. Mm-hmm. My gifting calling is more of a teacher. I can take complex things. My I'm wired in a way that I remember large sums of information and can organize. You can hear it in my tongue. You do, bro. Yeah, I read the same, like, if a person works out, they, they appetite increases. My mental appetite is so great, I have to read or I feel off. I have to learn. I'm always learning. I'm super. If you see my phone, from I got folders for this is a book I'm reading, and I, I segment it by chapters, everything I remember. <laughs> right? And you see the bullet points, the dates, the quotes. I wish my brain operated like you, bro. Is it? So that's my wiring. And so some would say, oh, you – your pastor, and they would limit me to a local congregation. I've impacted more people online. Like when people say, where's your church? Online. Every day, all day, I took what I did in the coaching space and made that available for people in the faith space. Why? Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's easier to pray than it is to have confidence to send an email. It's easier to pray that Shans have me on his podcast than consistently market and ask him to have me. Yeah. So that's my message. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Man, I appreciate you, my brother. Thank if you. I never told you, um, I really, really appreciate you, man. Let's uh, let's 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 um, plan this trip real quick because it's needed. I'm down because uh, we can't walk into 2024 how we are right now in 2023. We should for a whole another year. We should both be sharing, or all of us, whoever we invite, what's working in our businesses, so we can steal from one another. Hey, here's sure. what I'm using for this. Chance, what are you doing for this? That way, we all walk away borrowing each other's brilliance. And now when we're in silo by ourselves, we get speed because I don't have to figure it all out. Yeah. You, like this, you're helping me more than you know, bro. You're, I prayed for this. I was like, man, I need visibility. But it got to be in the right way. It can't be opportunistic. Then you hit me. I'm like, my wife tapped me. And I, and I said, next 60 days, we'll figure out what, a, what that partnership or what that will look like. Mm. And here we are. Man. Let's get it. Hey, man, make sure uh, we will have a link to the podcast in the description somewhere. Make sure you download it. Make sure you check it out. 
Um, make sure you follow Marcus Y. Rozier. Do me a favor. Let everybody know how they connect with you, how they can connect with you, and close out with a word of wisdom. Absolutely. So I'm the easiest person in the world to find, whether you're the FBI or a jealous girlfriend, Marcus Y. Rozier. <laughs> if you type, here's what's dope. If you type in Marcus in the letter Y, I pop up everywhere. So that's why I'm adamant about leaving There ain't no Marcuses around here. Right? Marcus Y. My middle name starts <laughs> with the Y. So people ask, what's the Y? It starts is. Joel, but it's Hebrew, so it's spelt with a Y. Mm. Yeah, so Marcus Y. Rozier. All social media platforms, as well as my YouTube, is Marcus Y. Rozier. So hoping, hoping to add extreme value. Make sure you tap into the Social Proof Podcast. I can't wait. Chance, we'll let you know what day we drop. But yes, sir. We're right. we going to do the work. Yes, sir. Close out with a word of wisdom, man. You got to put a bow on this conversation. Man, my word, my word of wisdom, where I'm looking, where my camera? All right. I'm out here with no shave looking like don't nobody love me. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But my word, my word of wisdom to you is simply this. I believe that in every one of us, we don't realize the significance of what if we don't happen. So it's easy to watch other people and see their impact. We say, what if Beyonce doesn't happen? The talent's always been there, but she had to happen for the world to see it and experience it. I believe you're that for someone else. So it won't happen unless you happen. We're right now streaming this on YouTube. Well, if the internet doesn't happen, YouTube doesn't happen, which means every generation, Wi-Fi, on down the line, all of our lives are connected. Who will you hold up years from now because they will Google and they're not looking for something, they're looking for someone. You're the one they're looking for. There it is. Listen, man, you can't close it out no better than that. Do yourself a favor. Rock with Mar Marcus, man. Uh, follow him. Subscribe to his podcast. It is going to be valuable. I and do yourself another favor and go get you some social proof. It will change your life, but you have a responsibility after you build something great to come back to your community and teach them how you did what you did. Okay, this is the only way our podcast, the only way the community grows this is the reason for this podcast. All right, we are out of here. Like, subscribe, share. Peace. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.